0: Today marks Global Surveyor's Day. I've done something a little different for this podcast. No interviews today. Just wonderful surveyors from across the world spreading the word of why they love their job and giving a shout out to their mates. I'd like to dedicate this podcast to all the surveyors who have paved the way for our futures. In particular, I have a snippet from the late, great Len Bedell. This talk was passed on to me from another surveyor mate and he said that I'd really enjoy it, and I did. So I wanted to share it. Len was an amazing surveyor, author, cartoonist, storyteller, and above all, a great family man. It is with his children's permission, Connie, Gary, and Jackie Bedell, that I'm able to share some of Len's story from the annual conference of Rotary District 982 at the Shepparton Civic Center from the 2nd of March in 1991. I chose to play the start of the talk as it was just too difficult to choose one part over another within the audio. If you would like to listen to the full recording, you can purchase it as a DVD set to pictures, or if you prefer to read, Len's books are available for purchase from the family at Len Bedell Publications. You can find them on the webpage run by his family at www.lenbedell.com. The link will be in the description of this episode. Len Bedell was born in 1923, retired in 1988 and passed in 1995. He is known as one of the last of the great explorers of Australia because of his lifetime of work of surveying, mapping and creating access to vast portions of the Australian outback. During the 1950s and 60s, He undertook solo surveys, which led to the building of roads through previously inaccessible parts of the outback, the most well known being the Gum Barrel Highway. Living in the bush and surveying was deeply in his blood. Len first experienced surveying through his scout group, the first Burwood Scout Group in 1930. He spent many weekends heading bush, completing survey trips with his surveyor scout leader Mr. John Skip Richmond. Len regarded Skip as his mentor and he had stated that he showed me it was possible to enjoy all the pleasures of the bush, in particular camping, while at the same time still doing something useful and constructive, that is surveying. These so-called camping trips were conducted in a 150 kilometre radius of Sydney, mainly around Kiama and the Blue Mountains. They spent their weekends trudging up and down hills carrying theodolites and other equipment and searching for old survey markets, as if they were on treasure hunts. The purpose behind Skip's excursions was to establish a trig network for the water board and to plan the location and pipeline between major dams supplying water to Sydney. This was beginning of the love for the land, for Len. To learn more about Len and his wonderful achievements, please head over to the website to find out more. For now, grab your drink, sit back and relax while you hear Len talk about his outback adventures and the other surveyors across the globe.
1: Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.
2: Mr. Chairman, our guests, ladies, gentlemen, and Rotarians. It's my great pleasure to, in- or to be able to introduce to you our, our next speaker, our guest speaker, and I'm sure you'll enjoy him, uh, Lynn Bedell, known really as the last true Australian explorer. He is well known as a surveyor. Lynn is also an author. He was born in West Pennant Hills in New South Wales, in nineteen twenty three, hope you don't mind that. <laughs> and even at the age of twelve, he became interested in surveying under the guidance of his surveyor scout master. Before long, after having been involved in a military mapping program, he joined the Australian Army Service Survey Corps, serving in New Guinea until nineteen forty-five. Lynn remained in the army and joined the CSIRO. Uh, or a CSIRO scientific uh, expedition, which carried out astronomical observations in our Northern Territory. Next, he carried out early atomic surveys for what later became the Woomera rocket range, and later discovered um, the test sites for EMU, the EMU and Maralinga sites. Len has had a lifetime association in that area as a civilian until his retirement recently in 1988 after 41 years of continual camping, surveying, exploring and roadmaking, opening up 2.5 million square kilometres of the Great Sandy, the Gibson and the Great Victorian Deserts. In the same year, Len was awarded the British Empire Medal for his part in building the famous Gun Barrel Highway. Some of you may have been along that which is fifteen hundred kilometers which is a fifteen hundred kilometer road link east west across the centre of Australia. In nineteen eighty seven he was created a Fellow of the Institute of Engineer and Mining Surveyors, and in the same year the Mount Palomar Astronomical Observatory in California named a newly discovered asteroid planet in his name. Well you'd be the only one of those in the hall of rain. In 1988, he was awarded the Medal of the Order of Australia. And in the following year, he received an Advanced Australia Award from the Governor of South Australia. Lynn and his wife Anne have three children Connie, Sue, Gary, and Jackie. Will you please listen to Lynn Bladell? <coughs>
3: Oh, thank you. I wonder how Australia got along without me. <clears throat> I was standing around a campfire 30 years ago on a freezing July night out in the desert and uh, I carefully asked the fellow alongside me, um, was there anything wrong, was something troubling him? And he said, uh, no, why should you think that? And I said, oh, well, it's just that you have not said anything to anyone since February. <laughs> uh, he, he said, well, I, I, you haven't got to say anything, have you? And I said, oh, no, I don't suppose so, no. And I left it at that until October. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said to him, are you sure there's nothing wrong? And he said, you're always pecking on me. So uh, that happened eight years after we drove up on the old dirt uh, Stewart Highway to Alice Springs uh, with our little uh, newly formed that I called it the Gun Barrel Road Construction Party. We were on our way to make a network of roads, uh, 4,000 miles, I'll talk about miles and gallons because I don't know what they are in kilopascals. <clears throat> And this is uh, for the purpose of opening up over a million square miles of Central and Western Australia which hadn't been touched by anybody since the world began. A couple of explorers in the last century had been out through those areas, but nobody had been there before or since, and it was left to me to go up and open this. But we came to an obstruction on the Stuart Highway. It was an enormous truck, about a 40-ton truck, bogged in the very middle of the road, in a thick mulga scrub thicket where nobody could drive around them and we just happened to have a bulldozer with us and a grader, and three three ton trucks. so we joined all these together and pulled this forty ton, ton truck out of the bog and parked it neatly alongside the road on a rocky outcrop and then we bulldozed, there was nobody about of course, and we bulldozed a lot of dirt in and grated it over and rolled it and carried on our way, leaving behind about 300 yards of the best piece of Stuart Highway all the way from Adelaide to Alice Springs. I often wondered what happened later, I found out what happened later, the driver, when he got the truck bogged down to its mudguards, he thought, I'm not, uh, not going to stay with this job, so he, he went into the, the next uh, sheep station he hitched onto the Oodnadatta train, went down to Adelaide, went into his boss and said, I'm quitting. And the boss said, where's the truck? And he said, oh, you'll find it on the Stuart Highway. And I often wondered what the boss thought when he went up and found the truck neatly parked on the high and dry,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> alongside the best piece of road on the whole of the way. But we were on our way. This, the origins of all this started 44 years ago when I was casually asked if I would go and start a rocket range they said, would you go and start a rocket range? and I said, yes, I couldn't think of anything better (laughs) I'd always wanted to start a rocket range (laughs) ever since I was four and I said, what do you need? and they said, "Uh, we need a big area and I said, oh, I know where there's a a, uh, million square miles of nothing so that'll be good and uh, I said, when do you want this rocket range? And they said, uh, straight away, right now. I said, oh good, I won't even have to wait. And then, <laughs> and then I said, uh, 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 where do you want it? And they said, we don't know that. <clears throat> that that's, uh... I said, oh, well, I'll find somewhere, I'm sure. And uh, so I went over to South Australia uh, to start off this project on, the, on their advice, saying that they had found uh, that, that there's a man who had come over from the UK by the name of General Sir John Everts, as a forerunner uh, sent by Sir Winston Churchill to uh, initiate such a project, a worldwide rocket range to test British missiles. He was in Adelaide and they tell me what he looked like and I said, well, that's handy, I'll I'll go and find him. (laughs) The description they gave me uh, didn't give me any any, um, doubt that I would find him. Uh, he was eight feet high and seven inches diameter and I thought well that pins it down and uh, so I, walking along I got within 300 yards of him in North Terrace in Adelaide and I saw him straight away and I went over to him and I tapped him on the knee and I said uh, <laughs> look I've come to start a rocket range and he said by Jove that's good I said, well, that's got rid of that formality. What do you want? He said, well, we do need a big area. And I told him uh, where I knew it was a good big area. And we looked at a map of Australia and a hundred miles the other side of Port Augusta seemed about as far back across Australia as we could get with any sort of safety. That would leave a thousand and a half miles of country northwest to a point in the middle of the 80 mile beach between Broome and Port Hedland on the Indian Ocean because the rockets, when they were fired from this site, were required to go over land as far as they could before going over water. In that way, we could place instrumentation on the mainland, track the behavior of the rockets, and then we could um, uh, modify them and make them fly under other conditions but those of a testing range. And so uh, we, I drove up to this general area the other side of Port Augusta, with a jeep and a three-ton truck to start the project. At that time I thought it was going to last a fortnight. The only rockets I'd ever heard of were ones you put the sticks in a milk bottle and light the fuses and... When they go off you think, oh that's pretty, and the sparks and everything, everyone would go away. But um, I didn't have any idea that it was going to occupy the entire rest of my working life for the next 40-odd years. And when I got to the general area uh, where Woomera is now, a lot of you would have been to Woomera or may have been through, I had the feeling, the same as you might have if you had have been there, that uh, I wasn't hemmed in. (laughs) I discovered very quickly I could see a bull ant for 10 miles unless he was lying down. And I thought, now, (laughs) what a perfect area to start a rocket range. What a perfect area to start anything. There was nothing I could spoil to the horizon. So I settled down and started off the project. And the very first thing I did, I selected a mountain near my camp, which was nine inches higher than the rest of the plains. And after climbing up on top of this, I didn't even have to use oxygen. And when I got up there, I found that I could see a lot more of nothing from up there than what I could at my camp. So that's where I decided to start the project. And I put in a survey mark, and I spent a whole week up there reading angles on the stars, calculations for giving me a, a latitude and longitude origin from which I could start the whole project. And everything we did at Woomera from there on, Marilinga, Emu, and everything else was all related to this one pinpoint on the surface of the Earth. Nobody really knows that, but they, and it doesn't matter anyway, but that's what it is. And of course when you start a firing range of any sort, a, a rifle range or, a, or a, um, a bow and arrow or anything else, you've got to start, arrive at a centre line along which you should be shooting. And the only way I could do that was to choose a point in the middle of the 80 mile beach, a thousand and a half miles away, and I worked out a bearing across Australia, which would become the centre line of fire for the rockets. Now. Uh, that line I decided on because it was the only line in Australia or almost the world that you could get uh, a thousand and a half miles of country where there was nothing in the way whatsoever. You come to think of a thousand and a half miles anywhere in the world, you'll be coming over villages and pipelines and roads and railway lines and townships and everything, cattle stations, but there was this one corridor across Australia which was devoid of anything at all. Um, a little bit to one side, I would have been hitting Broome and, um, and uh, Darwin, and the other, a little bit to the other side, I'd be hitting Port Hedland and Geraldton and those sort of places, but it was this one corridor. So I decided on that's where the center line was gonna be. And when I worked out the bearing across Australia that we were going to arrange all the instrumentation to track the rockets, um, I, just, I uh, found that that, that centre line, uh, although I didn't know it at the time, was going to uh, govern the whole of the future of central and western Australia forever. Anything that ever takes place in the whole of that million square miles of central Australia is going to be governed. Was going to be governed by that uh, centre line of fire, because that's the centre line about which. I was to open up later on with a network of 4,000 miles of access roads so we could get get out there and place instrumentation carrying out special surveys for satellite tracking stations impact areas target areas and all that was required
0: I hope you enjoyed that small snippet of Lamberdell. what an amazing character if you want to hear more or if you want to get one of his books, make sure you go and check out his website. Stay tuned for a few shout outs from surveyors across the globe.
1: My name is Tony Crossett, or on Instagram, tcrossett surveyor. I'm a surveyor from Melbourne, Australia. I've been in the industry now for 36 years. I mainly do cadastral and topographic surveys. I started my career with a wild T1A, which is now a museum piece, and today I use a Leica TS-16. One time, while I was marking boundaries on a rural subdivision, I walked down quite a steep bank. I'd got to the bottom, ready to hold my pole straight, and I hear a growl off to my left. I look, and it's the two-meter-long goanna. This thing spits out an entire rabbit from its mouth and charges. I made it back up to the top of the bank in record time. When I got back to the office, the guy I was working with went and told everybody how I was chased by this tiny lizard. And even today, 20 years later, when he wants to get back at me for something, he still brings up this story about when this little lizard chased me away. A final shout out to everyone in the profession. You're all legends. Hey, my name is Kelvin and I'm from Sydney, Australia. I'm a graduate surveyor
2: and I just started an industry this year. So far, I've been trying to get my hands on all the types of surveying, just to see what I enjoy the most. In terms of the instrument, so far, I definitely see myself as a Leica fan. Also, what I love about surveying is the fact that it takes you everywhere. It gets you outside, different location. I mean, it's amazing to have a change of scenery every day you show up to work. Anyways. Shout out to all the Cardinal surveyors and have a great one. My name is Amanda.
5: I'm about 15 minutes west of Fort Worth, Texas. I have been surveying for almost 19 years now. Uh, the type of surveys that our company does are anywhere from Alta surveys, elevations, your typical title surveys, topographic surveys, meets and bounds pretty much handle quite a bit of stuff on on that end of the spectrum. We use Topcon and Trimble Hyper-V for our equipment. Would love to have that updated one day. However, I will totally accept it however it is. I personally enjoy surveying because I get to be outside It's a good workout. Um, Each job is like a puzzle to me. I get to solve it, and it's just rewarding being able to see the progress in in each job that I do, and it's just very rewarding to be able to get to do this on an every single day basis, so I don't know. There's not too much I could dislike about it. The funniest thing that had ever happened to me uh it's just mainly for me. It's just proving people wrong like that. They they question my ability and then whenever they see me exceed in what I do and I make them change their mind, I guess to me that's a little humorous. I'd like to get a shout out to Kenny, Alan, and Amanda. You people are always inspiring to me and Veronica. I enjoy watching your daily excursions and being able to get to know a little bit of who you are. It was always inspiring and pretty cool to learn about other surveyors around the world. So I appreciate y'all's friendship and you can always reach me on instagram at boss underscore lady underscore surveyor and check it out
6: g'day folks my name is dan higgins and i'm from the northern rivers of new south wales australia and i've been working in the surveying industry for around six years now maybe pushing on seven and in that time i have worked for uh, a couple of different companies um, gaining experience across a diverse range of projects and using yeah, quite a few different bits of equipment. and Primarily now, um, I focus on the detail type surveys, um, we do a lot of large data set pickups using drones um, and scanners and also engineering set outs, um, do a lot of those as-built subdivisions it's quite diverse and we even get out and do um yeah sonar pickups in water and all different things just to, to combine data rich sets for our clients needs and mainly we use trimble gear uh, when it comes to total stations and levels that is what we use um, just found quite good reliability with it and good customer service um, in the past i've used Leica as well um, also great bits of equipment when it comes to drones we use DJI drones and yeah, just I uh, found them quite good as well and I love surveying because it gets me outdoors. Um, I love hiking and being adventurous so for me, just putting all that together into a job um, is quite difficult to find and, and it's also a technical challenge, um, no two days are the same and I love modelling things and seeing things in a 3D perspective so I guess it really just grows that part of my development and brain as well. So. Yeah, I really encourage everybody that's um, thinking of a career in surveying to check it out because it's a great option. And I think when it comes to funny stories in surveying, there's quite a few. Um, but it's, I've got some memorable days, you know, in when I was out, out there slogging away in the field. And this one sticks out because for some reason it was quite funny, but it was one of the hardest days ever. We're walking through this marsh trying to find survey reference marks and put pegs in and the, the weeds and everything were above our head and we just slogging away, it was raining and it got to the point where we're just out of energy we just had to keep collapsing on the bushes in front of us to make a path and for some reason it was, um, it was really hilarious to keep it falling over in the mud and I just, um, I love the adventure despite the difficulties of it so that was a good day despite it all and you know what, there's a lot of people out there in the surveying world that I, um, I grow and get along with I'd like to shout out to IPing Survey Group in Sydney um, they're the rep in Australia for the Pay Chief Survey Vest. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a great bit of equipment. Um, I got one and I love using it, especially in the field when we're doing a lot of um, a lot of on-foot walking and things. Uh, it's great. And if you want to check my personal um, surveying out, um, go to True Blue Surveying Australia. That is my branded name for all my survey work that I, I do. Um, it's not my company that I work for, but it's just my own. Yeah, my own personal page that i love sharing stuff on so hope you all surveyors out there have a great day and uh it's been a pleasure talking to you
7: hi pete thanks for letting me be a part of your podcast celebrating international surveyors week i'm kelly weatherstone and i work at axiom spatial surveyors in ingardine i've been there since 2017 I live in the Sutherland Shire and have done since 2008. Before that, I lived at the family home in Kyle Bay. I have been in the industry since 2005 after leaving school at the end of Year 10. And from school was studying part-time at Narimba TAFE two nights a week. And Saturdays was our prac. And working at Harrison and Freeman Associate Surveyors in Carlton full-time. At Axiom Spatial, we have both Trimble and Leica. I have a Trimble S5. I love my job. I love the workplace. I love the people I work with. Not a day goes by where I think, oh, not again. I love seeing the projects start to finish. And without us surveyors, it wouldn't even be possible. I think the funniest um encounter at work was when I had my first snake (laughs) sighting at work so I was working at a site on a farm at Badgerys Creek and there was blackberry bush we had to clear lines for the line of sight and um I had two assistant surveyors with me and um They'd just finished clearing the lines and the boys had said to me, Kel, don't worry, the snakes will have gone now because of all the vibrations of us walking backwards and forwards down the track. I was like, yep, no worries. I had faith in them, didn't I? Well, off I go, set her legs on my shoulder to put in the next station. And I looked down and my next step, was going to be on a black snake that had crossed the path well i just went into hyperventilation mode (laughs) i didn't know what to think what to do i was laughing i was crying the boys were laughing as only about a week before they were thinking they were saying to me kel i can't wait to see how you react when you see your first snake oh that was a funny day and i think the whole rest of the day i was on edge but i think maybe the whole rest of that job i was on edge whenever you hear like a little cricket or a grasshopper and you're just like oh is that a snake oh no yeah it was very funny
8: hi lee landman here or if you're from south africa it would be uh, lee Landman. i'm from cape town south africa I've been 35 years in construction, civil engineering and surveying. I've used all the instruments, Topcon, Leica. I've been using Trimble for the last 16 years. I'm self-employed, so I get to choose that at least. I like following the Australian or the Oz surveyors the most on Instagram. Uh, we got a lot in common. we got a lot of rivalry, um, dating back from rugby days. So... Uh, I follow them and a lot of New Zealanders too. If you want to see how we do construction surveying here in South Africa, follow me on Instagram, slugsy 100 I have a funny story to tell you. Uh, Me and my brother Chris are using a pair of uh, Trimble GNSS receivers. Uh, It was an R4, an R6 and two TSC3s so we start every job with a check to a control point just to make sure the fix is good but uh, this time what we hadn't realized is we had cross-linked the controllers so my controller had linked to his r4 and his controller had linked to my r6 so we were standing next to each other and i would go and place the rod on the control point but I couldn't get to it, yet you know, I was constantly just off like half a meter. And even though I was standing dead still, it was it it was mo- it was showing that I was moving and we we couldn't understand this. So he he had a go, he gets on the control and the same thing. He's also off half a meter or so and constantly moving. So we umming and ahhing, trying to work out what the heck is going on, coming up with all stupid ideas to justify it like, yeah you know, the satellites are moving or there's a solar flare and uh, then I noticed um, if he steps a meter away my controller updates and show that he's moving so uh, we kind of realized that um, I was tracking his rover he was tracking my rover and that's why we actually couldn't hit the control points anyway took us about 20 minutes to work out what the error was and uh, we said we'd never do it again, and strangely enough, we did it again a couple of weeks ago. Not the same, but uh, we connected to a controller that was stuck in the case in the car, and we thought it was the contro- uh, we, we thought it was the receiver on the top of the rod. Meanwhile, it was the receiver in the case. So we also couldn't understand why we were constantly 30 meters away from where we should be. That's because the car, the car was 30 metres away from us. Anyway, it was funny.
9: G'day, my name's Brayden Smith. My um, Instagram is that underscore Aussie underscore Surveyor. um from Brisbane, Australia. Been surveying for about 10 years now, doing construction, housing and civil works. I've only ever used Trimble. My favourite part of surveying is always being in the outdoors and somewhere new my um, funniest story is probably where i had to locate a football field for future time travel but that's a very long story
10: hi my name is luke wedyard uh i'm from Frankfort, kentucky uh, i've been surveying for about three and a half years now uh type of surveying work i do is you know i'm, I'm all over the place for anywhere from topos to uh terrestrial scans to boundary surveys to construction staking you know i've Got my hand in a little bit of all of it. And uh with the company I work for, we do a little bit of everything. So it's a it's a fun mix of stuff. Um, our instrument brand, uh we mainly run Trimble stuff in our office. We've got some Spectra stuff as well, but a lot of the stuff we run is Trimble, Trimble Access, Trimble Business Center. Um, I keep a SX ten and a Trimble X7 scanning unit in my truck all the time. A couple uh R ten GPS units for base and rover. Um, thing I love most about surveying is, you know, it's, it's no days, no days, the same thing, you know, everything's different from day to day. Uh, you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, you're always solving problems and figuring out ways to make things work out in the field and and get the job done. You're not just, you know, standing still static, trying to, you know, keep doing the same thing over and over again. You're always out there out there doing something different seeing somewhere different a different site you know just about every other day. Um, my favorite surveying story we were we were talking about this in our office the other day uh, we were saying you know you've never really been initiated as a, a boundary surveyor until you've gotten stuck out in the field um, and, uh, me, and a, me and a guy were hiking through the swamps of western kentucky uh not too long ago and uh everything was fine just walking great and then all of a sudden i stepped off in a hole about waist deep of mud underneath and was stuck and uh at the time it was a little frightening you know just trying to figure out how to how to get out and luckily i had him there to help me and once i got out and we got the job done it's fun to look back and laugh at but uh during the time it was was a little frightening but you know makes for good stories you're always you're always getting good stories to tell you know uh when you're out with friends or just sitting around the office on a rainy day working on equipment uh give a shout out to you know qk4 uh, the company i work for and our our survey crews they're always listening to the podcast and you know keeping up to date with what's going on out there and all my all my social media friends that i've made you know through instagram and being able to get on here and check out what what other surveyors are doing uh Kenny uh Moffer and uh you know he he's a good dude from from Kentucky but he's working up in Ohio. Uh we got uh Matt with uh safety apparel. Love his vest and stuff like that and they're always fun. And then you know everybody else that I've I've been able to help or that I've been able to ask questions to just around the social media world uh another big shout out is uh the kentucky young surveyors network it's just getting started going something i'm helping head up i'm real proud of that and looking forward to getting that off the ground and getting more surveyors interested and uh getting the next generation going uh my social media handles uh i'm the bearded surveyor ky bearded underscore surveyor underscore ky Uh, on instagram and then i think you can find me at uh luke woodyard on just about everything else out there um and then you got uh kyysn on instagram too is the kentucky young surveyors network uh that's that's about it for me have a good day
4: g'day my name's toby chester i'm from cairns in north queensland australia out on the great barrier reef I've been in the surveying industry for 19 years now. I don't do much surveying anymore. I haven't been in the field for about 10 years, but uh, I manage an office with uh, a number of surveyors and we do all sorts of work. We do cadastral surveys and detail surveys and engineering and high-rise set-out and you name it, we do it. We mostly use Leica instruments. We have a few other bits and pieces and brands in the GPS department, but generally Leica. I love surveying when you're going over historical records and particularly when you go out in the field and if you've got all your calcs right you dig a hole and find a mark that hasn't been open for over a hundred years. It's pretty exciting. It's like being a treasure hunter. funniest thing that ever happened to me in surveying was not long after I started. I was standing behind an instrument in the middle of town and these two ladies had been out for obviously quite a long liquid lunch. And they came up to me a bit giggly and thought that it was a camera and wanted me to take their photo. And I tried to tell them that it wasn't a camera, but uh, they proceeded to flash me, which sort of made my day, I guess.
11: Good morning, Peta. This is Matthew Stansberry from Seattle, Washington, USA. I've been surveying since 2004 with my Leica instrument. I love surveying because you get to be outside, especially with machetes. We do all sorts of surveying from topographic to high-rise buildings and a lot of grid lines. Some funny stuff that we've done on job sites is throwing large rocks down the vent holes on porta-potties, making a big mess <laughs> for whoever is inside. Give a shout-out to my homie in Florida, Bearded Life. It's good and kenny up north geospatially opinionated over in california we got blue lamp um there's a lot of them out there and my social handles are at the party chief survey vest hashtag at the party chief survey vest and safety peril on facebook right here, yeah. you asked for it uh, my name is james marshall
9: more commonly referred to as poods um from newcastle new south wales I've uh, been surveying for a while now. I started when I was like mid-teens training for my old man. I uh, left school and started TAFE in like 2006 when I was 21. And it's just sort of gone from there. I uh, started off doing cadastral and sort of building surveys, setting out houses, doing topos, that sort of stuff. I've uh, moved into engineering, specialising in rail survey. Um, what brand gear I use? I started off with Sokia gear and then moved into Trimble. Used some Leica gear, but mostly Trimble now. Twelve D software. What I love about surveying. What I love about surveying is the variety of jobs that I've done over the years. I love problem-solving, especially sort of on the fly and in the field, just making those snap decisions that you've just got to back yourself for. Um, and it gets me out and about in the countryside, lots of the sort of off-roading, good sceney <laughs> scenery. One of my favourite stories was when I was fairly new to it, before all OH&S started blowing up. I was doing a survey on some cliff cut faces at the local dump and I was strapped to my cheney, who was twice my size, taking some GPS shots, turn around and see him right at the edge of the cliff kicking rocks off. Yeah, it was good old Janeth back in there. Um, like the shit out, my old man, Harry Marshall... He's been a surveyor for, well, longer than I've been alive. Um, my old boss at RRPS, Ian Bolton, um, he got me into rail and it sort of gave me somewhere that I fit in. And I really liked doing that from then on. Um, my current survey manager, Josh Morgev, Greg Blake, good mentor. Yeah, teach me a lot of stuff. Uh, A couple of guys that I've worked with, uh, Jeff White and Dave Bambach. And one of the guys that I work with now, great kid, Roy Sutherland. Give him a follow. Uh, You find me on my socials at Jimmy Marshall, J-I-M-M-I-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L on Instagram. Poods85, uh, P-O-O-D-S-85 85, P-O-O-D-S 85 on Snapchat. And uh, like and subscribe to my hashtag, SpacePoods, for all my drone work.
12: Cut short. All right, Miss Peta. This is Brenton Griffin uh, with Roger's Surveying. I am from the state of Washington in the U.S., um answering your questions there um that you had requested um i have been working in the industry as a surveyor since 2014 and started university in 2010. um we specialize in roger surveying and boundary retracements um, but we also do a lot of property subdivisions boundary line adjustments topographic surveys we do a little bit of hydrographic surveying and construction for the subdivisions that we are involved in Um, we mainly do that all through t- Trimble GPS or Leica Robotics and we use Hi-Pack, um, with a HyPAC survey with a combination of uh, Trimble GPS for our uh, hydrographic single beam uh, surveying. I Probably the biggest thing I love about surveying is the variety what I love to, what I love about surveying is the variety of work we get to do um, how we get to specialize in a uh, large variety of different things um and uh but ultimately the satisfaction i get from helping somebody accomplish what they are trying to uh do with their real property um is theirs for them to do what they can within the jurisdictional authority of whatever oversight is going on and and it's satisfying to help them actually accomplish what they are after with their property My favorite, uh, my favorite surveying story, um, is when I was an intern back in 2014, we were doing a hydrographic survey on the Columbia river between the states of Washington and Oregon. Um, I was doing the, uh, inch in water, um, on foot OG shot or flow shot collection When uh, I got stuck in the muck um, and my boss at the time was bringing the boat in, shut the motor off, trying to float in to give me a hand, there was a gust of wind that caught the boat in the side and took it right over the top of me. Uh, I managed to toss him the rod and the GPS and the collector, um, grab the side cleat on the boat as it dunked me underwater, uh, but it managed to pop my feet right out of the muck and uh, we kept on plugging along. I want to give a shout out to Dan Wolf. Uh, he is from the great state of New York. His Instagram is Z E Wolfman. Z Wolfman. He is the man. Dan, the man. He uh, was an intern with us uh, a few years ago and moved back home to New York. My social media plugs are uh, surveying the PNW for the Pacific Northwest, here being the the states of Washington, Oregon, and Idaho in the U.S. surveying the PMW and surveying your world. That is our motto at uh, hashtag RSI for Rogers Surveying Inc.
0: My name is Wanda Martinez. I'm originally from Puerto Rico and I live in Georgia. I do construction surveying and I've been in the industry for three years. The instrument brand I work with is Leica. What I love the most about surveying is that not one day is the same. I love that I get to work in different settings and locations and I also love that I get to be a part of the building process. Staking out something from scratch and watching it come to life, it amazes me each and every time. I would like to give a shout out to all my fellow surveyors. You guys are so dope. You keep me motivated and inspired. I appreciate all of you. You can find me on Instagram as Wanda underscore M-R-T-N-Z. Hey
13: Peter. Um, my name is Brad Dalton. I live in Brisbane. I was born in country Victoria in a place called One Baggy. Um, small country town
8: that had a coal mine, so my grandfather got me into um, surveying
13: through that. Um, I'm the te- technical director of uh, Smart Tech Australia. I've been a surveyor since '84. Uh, you can do the maths on how long that is. Um, I'm an engineering surveyor, uh, by sort of qualification I suppose, but now I sell, design, manage uh, our technology offering for things like um, machine automation, water management, robotics, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, I sell Trimble through our business, but we have, um, I've used most brands, uh, mostly Leica but Topcon as well, Um, but I really think whatever gets the job done is my favourite. I've got a T-1000 in the cupboard. Um, I use that to teach my 12-year-old about astronomy and the world and the universe and all the rest of it. Um, the optics on it are amazing. Um, it actually was the first um, digital uh, total station that was ever produced. Um is probably the only job I've, ha- I've had where I think uh, every moment of the day I use my brain. Um, as I said in the message, I like... Uh, Playing with snakes and mad cows cows on uh, rainy days and Mondays. I had experience of both of that. Um, Probably the favourite surveying stories I worked on the Melbourne Grand Prix for a few years managing the track setup and um, with a couple of wonderful engineers, one one of which is uh, Jenny Marks, who runs, um, is the director for built constructions, I think, in Victoria. Um, And a small army of people. Um, I got to meet a heap of drivers during the Grand Prix uh, those, those years, it was really good fun, um, we did all the track set up and we also did all the pit set up and um, we had to be there during the day for, um, or during the races for a whole bunch of things um, during the actual uh, course of the race um, first year of the race week I think I did 146 hours, no 136 hours um, for the week so it's pretty full on um, got a photo of myself and my team um, up on the podium at 2am and holding on to the trophy and getting a photo of us all that was good fun um and i had to drive once i had to drive a hot lap with my uh four-wheel drive Hilux just before the start of the race because uh, we were doing some track work getting it ready and i was there a little bit too long and got told by race controller you will get off right now and so uh i had to drive the car as fast as i could back to the pits which was about yeah probably about three quarters of the track and um uh for the record the Hilux will do roughly about 146 kilometers an hour in a straight line but gee, you have to get a good run up to do it um and it's about two minutes later the v8's hit the track right behind me so yeah that made for an interesting day um at that point i think i've been awake for like two and a half days straight so it's amazing i even kept the car on the road but um yeah it's been a good career it's been fun um probably another 10 years of working life and uh, who knows what comes next i do all sorts of weird wonderful things and my day job um and i think that uh, the stuff that you're doing is just amazing it's um great that somebody's taking an interest in what we do and you know promoting everybody and um you know the fact that you uh you come into um surveying from the places that you have um and done the things that you've done is very impressive so keep up the good work all. So, cheers
14: I'm uh, Marek, I'm a surveyor in Belgium, and I also work in Holland, uh, um, yeah, half of the time. Um, I'm a surveyor in construction site, or most of my work is in construction sites. Um, I'm working with Leica um, Total Station. I never work with another <laughs> type of, um, of mark from Total Station, so I'm. I'm used to work with Leica and I'm really happy with it. It uh, everything works fine and, and it's, uh, you have a lot of, a lot of uh, options to work. Um, I'm working now plus minus 10 years uh, as a surveyor. The first four years, um, or five years, sorry, I work um, as surveyor in a company and the last five years I work for myself. So I make my own company and I work uh, as independent. Um, there are a lot of things I love about surveying. One of it is it the combination of working inside and outside. So the surveying outside and the preparation or the um, yeah making the plans and that kind of stuff inside the office. The, it's perfect combination. But also you come on places that normal people don't come, and it's it's really interesting. Every day is different. Every day is an adventure. So it's Really, really a nice, um, a nice job, a nice kind of job. I think a lot of surveyors uh, deserve a shout out. Um, I will not um, say names, special, uh, in, in um, special, but. Um, I started one year ago my Instagram because I, for me it's important to let people see what we do, or what I do, and uh, that's, it's really interesting because uh, I want to convince uh, maybe a few other women to become also a surveyor, uh, and on Instagram you really, you see or already a lot of surveys. On the construction sites where I live, I'm almost not the only woman, but almost the only woman there on the site, so uh, for me it's important other women also see possible to work in construction, especially surveyor, it's perfect. It's the it's really nice job to do. Um but I think a lot of women all women who work in construction side or especially all women in the world uh, deserve a, a shout out but especially uh, yeah the surveyors who are there
15: outside now hi guys my name is Amal Zakaria and here people call me Zach because of my second name. So I'm originally from Pakistan, but I brought up and raised in Saudi Arabia because of my family. They were based in there, and my father is a civil engineer working there for more than thirty years now. So in the construction field, I was introduced after completing my bachelor's in civil engineering back in two thousand seventeen when I started working in a construction company in Saudi Arabia. So for the first year, most freshies start as a surveyor, and I did survey with the using the topcon builder 2000 the leica 2000 and also with the gps trimble so i mostly do the earthworks road and highway surveys and also i did the like the contour survey topographic survey and hydrographic survey for the stormwater culvert box where i have to pick all the inlets and outlets levels the thing about surveying Uh, is that uh, it's a very adventurous job and it's very diverse. Every next day or every next day, uh, we used to visit some new sites and mostly this was in regional areas. So we go into the mountainous region of Saudi Arabia and due to very hot tropical weather, it became very difficult to carry out the surveys. I still remember like people on those regional areas, the kids of the farmers, they come just come and stand in front of the instrument and start making some impression as if we are making a video and um, furthermore like my favorite story was when I got fainted for a minute because of because of the because of the snake which I found on the web, on the side but luckily my chief server was with me and he helped me a lot he helped me at that time lastly I would like to give a shout out to My, yeah, my senior surveyor who helped me around Saudi Arabia is name of Shahid, and also, not to forget my father, who has worked for five years of his life, five years of his construction career as a surveyor in the beginning, and then later, he has like he is working as a civil engineer, project manager for more than thirty years now. And for myself, I have just recently completed my master's from University of Wollongong in Australia, and I'm doing a work, I'm working as a civil engineer, but I would love to uh, work as a surveyor for, for at least a year to learn the basics about the civil engineering and the standards of Saudi Arabia. So thank you so much. This is from Zach signing off and thank you for, thank you, Peter and Survey Girl for organizing this podcast.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's special on Global Surveyors Day. Stay tuned tomorrow for John Minahan, part one.
1: Defining Boundaries with Peter Cox.